0: Good day, ma'ams and sirs. Welcome to the most must-hear podcast of my stalker, brought to you by yours truly and my best bud, who's as thin as a rail. Road. Oh, sorry, I mean, he weighs as much as a fully loaded train. He's angry and grumpy. He's mangy and lumpy. If there was two of him, they'd be dece bags. And if there's no food, he's sad. He's all that in four bags of classic lace chips. His favorite magazine is XXL, because he says it makes his hands look small, and then they appear to match his dude piston and balls. He's my hetero life mate, and his congested heart is filled with contrite hate. He's my partner in crime, and he's way past his prime. Tommy fucking Washington. How's things, man? Things are good,
1: Pat. I'm uh, excited to get this podcast started, and uh, what better way to start off with some feedback? We got some more feedback.
0: Uh, Yeah, on like multiple platforms.
1: Yeah, somebody actually went right to our website and did it, so we're pretty excited about that. Somebody hit us on iTunes. Yeah. Oh, we can read those, too. I do not yeah. think of that. I'll pull those up. You pull up the website. Sounds good. Yep. Yeah. come on. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. All right, so our email that came in off the website is from a smalls9479 at gmail. His name is Scott. The last episode was great. I had everything you could want to listen to while watching paint dry. Great research with the COVID. I found the
0: bad date segment quite hilarious. Um, uh, Hold on. Before we get into the body of this email, Smalls is a fantastic uh, email address. Hopefully that is a shout out to uh, the sandlot. The sandlot. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Oh, that's fantastic. Um,
1: This is uh, my sister's husband, Scotty. So uh, hopefully it's not implying anything else. You know
0: what I mean? So you're hoping that your sister gets drilled by a huge cock. That's what what every brother wants for their sister. I I don't I don't have any sisters.
1: Alright, well, you talk about making out with your mom or whatever, or she nope. has a good head or some shit. Nope,
0: never talked about making
1: out with my mom. Alright, well, how about those uh, iTunes reviews, Pat? Alright, uh,
0: so, the, uh, this iTunes review brought to us by Unicorn Lover 92 Uh, I have a guess at who Unicorn Lover 92 may be, though I'm not sure, so I'm not gonna put her on blast. Uh... The response, uh, the review is, so I do love this podcast, not only because Patrick is one of my friends, but also I find myself trying to yell back or argue a lot of the points they bring up. That, uh, that doesn't change when you're not listening to the podcast. I mean, when you're in front of us, we're also pretty easy to be mad at. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. What are you going to do? I'll Uh, so there are some pending they have not been approved yet
1: okay we'll get to those
0: in our next mail time segment Um, and that concludes mail time shout out to Tommy for coming up with the uh, intro song who he had it loaded and was like hey look I found a song for when we uh, open our mail on the podcast and I was like is it the blues clues theme song and he just started laughing because well it's the blues clues theme song fantastic me Versace once somebody shot me And I was just checking the mail Get it? Checking the mail Alright, so Pat and I have
1: been talking about some new uh, some new segments that we could do And we were talking about things we, if I remember correctly, I think is the way we named it, right?
0: Yeah, that's, that's the, uh, the working title So,
1: um, there's a bunch of things from our childhood that we remember a certain way And find out that they were completely different So, and these are just some of the common ones that
0: we're going to name off today. So, if if one person has a memory uh, that is inaccurate, that's called a false memory. Uh, If a whole bunch of people thought something happened a specific way, and we find out that it didn't, that actually has a name. Uh, It is called the Mandela effect that comes from... Uh, in, well, I think, 2013, Nelson Mandela died, and basically the world was shocked that Nelson Mandela hadn't died in the 80s in prison. They all remembered him dying in prison in the 80s. So uh, that's where the, the term comes from. It, uh, it was one person whose name escapes me, though if I did any research whatsoever, I could probably find it. Um, Broom, B-R-O-O-M-E was her last name. Um, but she she named the phenomenon, and we're going to go over a couple examples of the Mandela Effect, because it's like the coolest shit in the world, man. You're going to you're gonna have a little mind-blown. He was keen, Sunday movies were taboo.
1: The senior prom, Judy's mom, rock and roll was new. Cracker Jack prize, stars in your eyes, As daddy for
0: Well, you can call me Jackie Kennedy because the guy next to me just had his fucking mind blown. All right. So,
1: the first one we're going to go with is, uh, which Pat and I talked about this off-air a little bit, um, Shazam, the Sinbad movie, uh, where he's a genie. Correct. He's, I, uh, I he's vividly a- remember this movie from when I was a child. I, I watched it a dozen times. He
0: was... Uh, he was- not good at being a genie. There were like two kids specifically that he tried to grant wishes but wasn't good at doing it.
1: Yeah. Um, well, some bad news for you. Um, it didn't exist. It was never made. No such thing. Yep, never made. Kazam,
0: however, Kazam is what the assumption is that uh, people get it confused with Kazam was a genie movie that starred Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal, because Simba and Shaq, Shaq, Shaq look
1: exactly the
0: same. Uh, they do not look very similar at all. Shaq is an absolute giant of a man. If you've ever watched the uh, MTV Cribs on Shaq's house, the dude has his bed custom made. It's a huge circle. I, I want to say it was 18 feet. The circle. Um big is more foot, really Shaq. So. Yeah, he's, he's about the size of Shaq. I mean, that's an actual thing. Um, well I was thinking how big is this motherfucker's room that is eighteen foot bed. Oh yeah, no, it's a it's a decent sized house. He's you know, nice and modest. Um, no, but it's so it's also it's circular because like if he moves around the parts of him will just hang off of a rectangular bed, so it's circular so he can kind of like spin with his ass as the pivot point and stay comfortable.
1: So what's funny is I tried to Google this and you can find movie covers that but they're obviously been doctored and stuff. Yeah. To make it. Yeah, like it everything's photoshopped on the internet. Um, another one that Pat had told me uh, before we started recording um, was the famous line from Star Wars. No, I'm not a big Star Wars guy. I just learned who James Earl Jones was the voice of Darth Vader. Never knew that. Um, but we'll get into the movie review later about the other movie that he was in. That I was forced to watch. Um, but it's. Everybody thinks it's Luke, I am your father and not only that
0: like even even being somebody who hasn't uh, watched Star Wars or lived like that Star Wars lifestyle where I'm not kidding when my when those movies were released when I was I'm gonna say in middle school and early high school um, we didn't go to school My mother kept us out of school so that we could go watch Star Wars as a family in the theater that's not a made-up story that was like Fucking Christmas! That was like Super Bowl Sunday in our house, and we all stayed. My brother, my oldest brother, was working at the time. He took off of work, and we all went together as a family to go see those movies in the theaters. So, Star Wars. That that line, that Luke, "I am your father." Uh, everybody remembers the line. Everybody's used the line, even if they weren't Star Wars fan. Like you've seen, you've yeah, said I've that line, yeah. yeah. So, the actual line, we're gonna go ahead and play obi one never told you What happened to your father He told me enough He told me you, you. No
1: I am your father Say what So I think that's pretty interesting um, Especially the family guys Laying there at the end um, So in the last one We talked about it I Whoa, literally said,
0: let's clarify he did not say, Luke, I am your father. He says, says Luke, no, I, I am, am your, your father. father. Yeah. So, yeah, you, me, and everybody else have repeatedly misquoted. Well, I have to assume that's the most infamous line in the history of Hollywood. Well, I'm
1: going to tell you right now. If you're between the ages of probably 28 to 50, at some point in your life, you have taken your face to the back
0: of a box fan and said, Luke, I am your father. I have, uh, yeah, I mean, I can, every fan I've ever walked past caught the Darth Vader line. I mean, that's for sure. Well, now you're going to change it to, no, I am your father. I'm not sure I'm going to make
1: that adjustment, sir. All right, that's fair. Um, Last one. Um, I literally quoted this and misquoted it on last week's episode. Um, I think it was, it must have been Thursday's episode. Life is like a box of chocolates—you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah,
0: that's the line, as uh, as we recall it. Again, something that everybody has either, I mean, seen, heard, read. I mean, we've all used the line or had it used on us. Yeah,
1: I use it all the time. I actually quote. I think we talked about this. I quote Forrest Gump, probably every day
0: at some point, something from it. To be Um, fair. It's used so much because it makes so much sense. The line is perfect as we remember it. Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. That's I mean, that's such a good line, such a good metaphor. Yeah. So we're going to play what the real line is. Oh. My name's Forrest. Forrest Gump. Do you want a chocolate?
1: I could eat about a million and a half of these. My mom always said, life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get.
0: So the fact that he says life was like a box of chocolates? Yeah, because he's telling, on that park bench through the entire movie, he's retelling a story in the past tense. Yes. Like running through a circus tense. Go ahead. You're an idiot. That's fair.
1: Um, so it wouldn't make any sense for us to say life was like a box of chocolates unless we were 100 years old telling our grandkids stories about one of their kids. I'm going to go ahead and silence my phone. If one episode Pat you, if you could just silence the phone, that'd be fantastic. Okay, moving on. Jesus. But Bye. anyway, so yeah, it wouldn't make any sense for us to say that now. Um, so I'm going to keep saying life is like a box of chocolates.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm, yeah, because it's um, grammatically correct. Yeah, it just makes sense.
1: Yeah, any more of these you want to touch on? Or would you like to conclude this segment for your friends that say we don't close topics? I do. There
0: are two quick ones. Uh, the, the Queen in Snow White. The famous, very famous Mirror Mirror on the Wall, who's the fairest of them all. That line was actually magic mirror on the wall, which was pretty surprising to me. I'm not sure how many times I've watched Snow White in my life, but judging by you, a lot. Wow. Okay, I am a I am a beautiful princess. That's fair. Um. There was what was the other one, man? Hold on. I'm I'm scrolling instead of the Mr. Rogers neighborhood. Oh yeah, Mr. Rogers neighborhood. The song. Uh, it's a wonderful day in the neighborhood. Yeah, the line is actually It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, sorry I clearly did not watch Mr. Rogers as a kid I have seen the movie though with Tom Hanks Awesome movie um, The line was It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood Which is uh, Not how people remember it It's a wonderful day in the neighborhood Is It's a, damn it, it's a beautiful day In the neighborhood is how people remember it Okay, you suck That's fair since we're on the topic of, uh, of movies, you want to
1: do the movie review?
0: Yeah, man. Let's, so, Tommy's task for the week. Uh, and when we wrap this up, I will give you a new task. But Tommy's task for the week. Hold, well, let's, s- hold on. Let's just be fair here. If you listen,
1: oh, we'll get to your task because we talked about it off air, I think.
0: Yeah. I didn't do homework in high school. I'm not going to start today. Uh, <laughs> Listen, if I'm doing it, you're going to... Wait, we talked about that off air?
1: Uh, it was... So, we might as well come out and tell what happened. Okay. We've made the comment on here that we record this in segments. Yeah. Usually two segments. So, we recorded some of this on
0: Sunday for Thursday's episode. We're going to finish it tonight... To be um, clear, we recorded for like two hours and got 15 minutes because there was so much editing that needed to be which done. Which is
1: pretty much where we're at right now, and yeah. this is
0: pretty much what we talked about. Yeah, we banged this out like a bunch of uh, one-trick Charlies over here. I yeah. mean, we, we killed it.
1: Yeah. It's uh, it's going smoothly now that I did all the clips and stuff. But I accidentally deleted somehow. I, I don't know what happened. I was trying to move stuff around. I must have deleted whatever we recorded on Sunday. So now... You're getting your whole episode in one shot. Oh,
0: so it's uh, so I actually didn't have any homework.
1: Well, now you do. You didn't have any epi- any homework for this episode that we're going to be posting on Thursday. Perfect. But you do have homework for Monday's episode.
0: When are we going to record that?
1: Uh,
0: Saturday and Sunday. Oh, so I have like three or four days. Yes, I got this shit. All
1: right. So Pat and I were talking off air about movies that we haven't seen and stuff like that, and Pat. Has never seen the movie Cocktail, which, by the way, is a cinema classic. It's a, oh, you know what we got to talk about was Risky Business because I said I'd never seen Risky Business.
0: Right, because there was a there was a Mandela effect where uh, everybody think thinks sunglasses? that Tom Cruise is wearing sunglasses in that scene in Risky Business where he's dancing in his underwear on the house. Tom's favorite scene in cinema movie history. Uh, I actually never been kissed. The
1: brother dresses up like Tom Cruise in Risky Business for the Halloween party and I distinctly remember him wearing
0: sunglasses. It's also referenced in Scream the Original when uh Sydney Prescott's on the couch and uh her homegirl's talking about coming over to keep her company. Um, she says, if we if we pause it, Oh, you know what? No, that's all the right moves. Fuck me for going down that rabbit And hole. I'm not going
1: back and deleting whatever the fuck you just no, said. No, that's
0: fair. Different movie. Dumbass. Different movie.
1: Anyway, so Pat's never seen Cocktail, um, which I think is a great movie. I used to watch it all the time as a kid. Um, so his homework is to watch Cocktail for our next episode, and we will discuss that and what we think about it.
0: So you spent a lot of time as a kid on Cocktail. Yes, lots of Cocktail. Um, no shock there. I believe we talked about the movie I used to watch.
1: I, I can't remember if we were talking about it on this or not. I mean, I'll just reiterate That is to
0: say you don't know if you've deleted what we talked about? Yeah, I don't know,
1: because I haven't listened to the whole last episode again yet. Okay, sure. So I'm not sure what's on it, but um, my dad used to clean up a bar when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, no,
0: you definitely told the story. I listened to it earlier today on lunch.
1: Oh, never mind, so I didn't. You guys already heard it. I watched Parent Trap travel, travel. Yeah, sure lives. did. Okay.
0: Lindsay Lohan and Lindsay Lohan.
1: That was great. She was hot back in the day.
0: It's only, it's, it's hysterical because I did this seriously like four hours ago. I just listened to this.
1: Well, wow. I'm glad you did. I had to go back and re-listen to some of the stuff that we were recording so we didn't duplicate it like we just did. But anyway, Pat hasn't seen Cocktail. Pat's going to watch Cocktail. Today, I watched Field of Dreams. And we talked about this
0: in the last episode that everybody says it's a great movie. I'd like to preface this movie review by saying that Tom's text message when he finished watching Field of Dreams was lackluster. And his main question was, Tom, what was your main question?
1: Where's the part where everybody cries?
0: Where's the part where everybody cries? You are a black-hearted piece of shit. If you can stay dry-eyed when Kevin Costner touches that baseball field, looks his dad dead in the face for the first time ever, and says, Hey, Dad, you want to play catch? You're a sick fuck, man. You're a sick fucking guy. What the... You're broken, bro.
1: Listen, what Bruce Willis does in Armageddon is way more tear
0: jerky than that. It's way more dramatic than that. What Bruce Willis does is heroic. What Kevin Costner does with his dad is something that every male... In the world, should have the opportunity to do with their father, and that is, you know what? Let's call it in America, not in the world, because it's America's pastime. But if you can't, I'm
1: sorry that your childhood sucked, and it makes you want to cry that you
0: want to play catch with your dad. My childhood was okay. First off, my dad did stuff with me, and he didn't hate me. So oddly, one of the fondest memories I have of my father is that we used to play. So we had one of those things like a backstop where you throw the ball and it bounces back to you. But we played offense and defense, so, like, he would be on offense, so in the offensive position, he would throw the ball against the backstop, and I would have to field the ball. And we had a whole World Series, like a seven-game World Series, so we spent tons of time in the backyard playing on this backstop. Um, So, I do remember playing catch with my dad. It was a little different because we were, you know, using a backstop. But, yeah, no. the, The fucking line in the movie is amazing, man.
1: It's okay. It didn't make me tear over anything. It maybe it's because I already expected it to be coming and I was just like, ah, oh, that's it. That's it. All right. What
0: about like the incorporation of, like like telling the story of Shoeless Joe and just like there's so much history there. James Earl Challenge well, Listen,
1: I'm not knocking the movie, dude. I enjoyed the movie. It was a movie. classic, right? Uh let's put it this way. If it was on TV, I might turn it on. I'm not gonna like go find it to watch it again. So no,
0: Armageddon? Yeah, I'll throw a movie on. So I gotta tell you, I watched Armageddon in the theater, which was, the, without a doubt, the worst movie-going experience I've ever had. You know how many like explosions and shit are in that movie? I don't know if I have sensitive ears. I don't think I do. I mean, I blare my radio. Uh, most things I listen to pretty loudly. Um, Armageddon in the theater was... Painful to listen to it, like the the exciting parts, the dramatic parts, the explosions. It legitimately felt like you were in a theater that was being blown up. It was fucking terrible. It's awesome. No, uh, dude, it was so unenjoyable because of the volume. Um, so, but you can't debate that that
1: wasn't. I mean, that's. That's like top 10 best movies of
0: all time. There are so many quotable moments in that movie. I, I actually still to this day, when when fucking Owen Wilson, they, so they're offering that crew, right, the, the rigging crew, to go to space and do this mission, and Owen Wilson, it's, it's his turn to respond, and it's all or none, right? And Owen Wilson's like, are you kidding me? Spaceships and, and rockets and stuff? Well, I'm in. And then they pan to Steve Buscemi, and he's like, well, I don't share his enthusiasm, I'll go. No, I say beat that. Beat me up, Scotty. <laughs> that's what it says. No, that's later in the movie. No,
1: that's it. Where I don't share his enthusiasm.
0: You know me. Beat me up, Scotty. Oh, okay, okay. That's yeah. what it says. I still, I still use that while I don't share his enthusiasm. <laughs> I say that all the time. Such um, a great moment. Even like when he starts singing To Live Tyler. When they're, when they're getting ready to leave and he oh, starts singing leaving yeah. on a jet plane. The movie's just classic, man. Such a good flick. It's a great movie.
1: It's definitely a tearjerker.
0: Yeah. Love it.
1: Any other movies you can think of? Maybe we should get me another movie that uh, I haven't seen. Because we talked about A Few Good Men. I didn't see that. I watched that with you.
0: Uh, All right. So, man, I, I don't know how hard it's going to be to find. We mentioned this Uh, before. Sleepers. Sleepers. And for anybody who wants a good fucked up movie, Sleepers is a fucked up movie. Not... Not, What? I'm not a big fan of...
1: Like, have you ever seen Wrecking Room Dream?
0: No, no, no. Not fucked up like uh, Trippy. Fucked up like Twisted. It's a fucking dark, dark movie. And, uh... Yeah, you gotta watch it. You know,
1: for you to call a movie dark scares the shit out of me. Because there's shit that I know about you, Pat, that I don't think we should
0: put out there yeah. quite yet. But you're a sick fuck. I'm a dark man. I'm a dark so,
1: man. So I'm out on that movie. I'm not watching it.
0: I'm sorry. You, what the, you, you're Pat, denying the last time, 50% of your required homework. Pat, the last
1: time you asked me to watch something fucked up, I didn't sleep for a week. Because <laughs> all I heard was you laughing in the background.
0: We won't get into that for now. That's a podcast for another day. Maybe never. Yeah. Um, You're a sick fuck. All right. So, okay, if it's not going to be Sleepers, which is a fucked up movie in your defense, um, have you seen Fight Club? Yes. I watched that with you. Oh, okay. That's great. Have you seen? It's okay. Okay, Fight Club's a classic. Have you seen Braveheart? Uh,
1: I'm pretty sure I've seen the whole thing. It's been a long time, though.
0: Do you remember what Braveheart was about?
1: Yeah, it's about the guy who paints his face on the horse. Yeah, Mel Gibson. Gotcha.
0: All right, so I'm going to make this argument. So you don't just have to watch Braveheart. You have to respond to this comment. I'm not watching Braveheart news. Three hours. I, you'll make me fucking re-record the two hours that you deleted of a podcast. It took us 20 minutes. We lost two hours.
1: We didn't lose it. We knew exactly what we had to do to get, oh,
0: to get it done. Okay, no Braveheart. I gotta tell you, like I'm running through movies at this point. All right, we'll think of some. We'll let you guys know by the end of the show. Yep, I'm coming up with a movie. Don't worry.
1: All right, sounds good. Um, what do you want to get into next, Pat? You know what's been in the news the last week or so? What's that? This mail-in voting thing. Oh, sure, the, the ballots, but voting yeah. by ballot. Yeah, and they're trying to like. No, listen, I know that mail-in voting or ballots have always been a thing because people do absentee ballots based off where you live and stuff like that. But I think I've done some research on it, and it looks like certain states are, like, a couple of them are trying to make it mandatory that you do mail-in ballots. Um, And now some states are saying that you don't have to have a reason to have an absentee ballot. Um, What do you think about that, Pat?
0: Oof. Okay. Hey, let's little little uh, truth about Pat. I think um, my vote is useless. I've always thought that my vote is useless. I've never voted in an election. Um, here's why, and this this is perfectly on topic, which is rare for me. When I, the election before I would have started voting was your. Uh, Al Gore George Bush
1: there you go that's uh, a good
0: one yeah 2000 um, and I watched uh, Al Gore win the popular vote and hey man I'm you know I'm whatever 17 16 17 at the time so that's a I'm you know I'm a, just a blue blooded American Democrat I want Democrats in office I want everybody to just you know at the time get along yeah, I mean, I I, uh, I try not to uh, voice my political affiliation at this point, though uh, Joe Jorgensen, twenty twenty, if somebody were to ask, Tom's uh, astounded by that. I roll. Um, Talk about your vote not counting. Right? Yeah. No. Yeah. <coughs> more to my point, my vote doesn't count. Uh, hey, you know who? See, now you're going to get me off topic. You know who was a uh, third party candidate that won the presidential election? Abe Lincoln. Really? Abe Lincoln was a third party. 150 years ago. Check that shit out. Makes sense. Um, So, my point is, uh, Gore wins the popular vote. They well, because re- he was the star of the Republican Party. Who, Lincoln? No.
1: Well, he was a Republican, so he couldn't have been a third party. They wouldn't have
0: had two Republican
1: Yeah, man, candidates.
0: fuck. I can't think of who... Man, I just had this conversation like Tim two weeks ago. Hashtag fake news on our hands, guys. No, that's, that's a true story. Um, here's my point. I watched that election. Gore wins the popular vote. They recount Florida. And the Electoral College swings the vote to Bush. Bush wins and uh, becomes president. Or keeps his presidency. I don't even remember he at won't. that point. He won it because he was
1: the president of,
0: uh Clinton. Okay, so that. Um, obviously a lot's changed since then I have a much better understanding Of the electoral college Which needs dramatic change But I don't not believe in the electoral college It's extremely important to do things The way that we do them um, It makes the, sense It doesn't make sense the way it is It makes sense that there should be something similar to it yeah. um, there, there are better plans That are like publicly known That for whatever reason we don't utilize um, But so, at that point... So, the next election is where I would be able to legally vote for the first time I was registered to vote as soon as I could be. It was actually a class field trip that we went on to town hall, so we all registered to vote, all of us who were eligible. Um, And I was just like, man, what's the fucking point, right? Like, it it doesn't matter. I can see how that's discouraging. If if my vote was the popular vote, that wouldn't affect it. If my vote wasn't the popular vote, that wouldn't affect it. So, what's the fucking point of me voting?
1: Yeah,
0: I... uh... I
1: believe, I'm not 100% positive, I don't remember, I believe this last election, four years ago, was the first presidential election I voted. I could be wrong, I could have voted in the one before that, I'm not 100% positive. You, you know um, what my
0: mother used to do, and this is, it's so funny to me, she would vote, and we would ask her who she voted for, and she wouldn't tell us. That like, I'm eight years old, like, I know what the fuck is going on.
1: Yeah, man, that generation, my father was the same way, my father was... And now my father's views have completely changed. He'll tell you exactly who he's voting for. He's proud of it, which is good for him. I'm glad. But, yeah, man, when I was a kid, who'd you vote for? That's none of your business. That was a
0: That's such a weird secret to keep, man.
1: Well, but, I mean, that's the way that they were taught, that you don't... Well, in you know what, maybe this country wouldn't be in the shambles it is if we didn't talk so much politics. And here we are talking that's politics. That's a really
0: valid point. Never mind keeping your vote a secret. Just keep your entire political fucking views a secret from now on. Yeah, watch the news, think what you want to think, and that's it. Yeah, find it on any channel you like and keep it to yourself. So, Pat, you didn't
1: answer your question. How do you feel about them pushing the mail-in voting?
0: I don't know. So this is why I made that point, because... Florida fucked those votes. Do you remember that? It was like it was no, like it was you like pulled a, week, a fucking handle, and they fucked that up somehow. It was like a week week long thing
1: of um, them recounting the votes. I think they did it two or three times.
0: It yeah, was... and there's like I, I saw a thing on Facebook, which means it was obviously 100 percent accurate. Uh, just yesterday, it was a meme, and it was somebody had gotten two uh, voter ballot for the primary, mail in voter ballot for the primary. And they were like, oh, sweet, I get to vote twice. And it was a joke, obviously, that they get to vote twice. But they did—they—they ha- they were both in the picture. Yeah. So, like, that to me says there's some legitimacy to the inaccuracy. I also think there's a ton of inaccuracy when you go vote in person. So, is one more inaccurate than the other? I don't fucking know. I mean, so this is the way I look at it, right? And I see both sides of the fence where
1: um, you could easily, if... Your Republican or one side's pushing the mail-in ballots; the other side isn't, right? So if you're pushing the mail-in ballots, if you're on the other side, you could say, "Well, they're trying to rig the election," because I could just go get a bunch of regular ballots and fill them up, right? You know, what I mean? like what's stopping me? Put fake people's names on them, like you know what I mean? There's so many different ways that you could rig it, um, but at the same time, we are in the middle of a pandemic. I understand it. Um, I think if people don't feel comfortable going out, but they want to vote, they should have the right to do that. But at the same time, there has to be some sort of uh, regulation with like,
0: because like I, I've been saying this, I don't trust the powers that be. I agree that, so that, that actually may have come off differently, especially after I read uh, Erica's email the other day. Um, it's not that I have faith in our politicians. It, on the topics that we were on, I felt that there were bigger fish fry or I guess frontline issues to fight. Um, yeah, no, our politics is it, the whole system is fucked up. Yeah, um, it's these people would rather spend time arguing than f- resolving conflict or resolving actual issues. Yeah, 100%. Um, and finding solutions, they would rather you know come out with outrageous figures on either side about how to fix things instead of like sitting down. And I don't give a fuck how long it takes you. Sit down in a room and just argue it out until you meet somewhere in the fucking middle.
1: Well, the big thing is, like, the thing that irritates me the most about it is they act like a bunch of fucking children.
0: Yeah, but it's, so it's so insane, take and I'm talking from the top. Oh yeah, all the way down. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, take the election process itself, right? So we don't show up to the polls and just sit there screaming at each other. We go in we make a decision right and whatever that that common ground is whatever the most appropriate choice is the one that most people voted on and i can't say most people but by the electoral college system the the whichever makes the most sense for the most americans is what we do that should be the system it shouldn't yeah. be, well, there's a Republican, office, uh, Republican in office, so this is how we're going to do things today. And four years later, it can get completely changed because there's a Democrat in office. That should not be the case. Every time something changes, every time a bill is passed, every time a law is made, it should be, moving forward, this will make the most sense, period. Yeah. And we really do not have that system in place. We don't give a shit.
1: No, I'm not really sure Like, um, what's happened over... The last I don't know forty years probably money, but yeah, it it's just insane, man. It, it's really, it's really insane that people fight so much about dumb things a lot of the times. But also, like, if you really start, like, it's just it, it's just crazy to me the the whole thing. I can't even describe it
0: what people fight about and yeah, we're we're still so we're we're still uh Rocked, you know, like like the 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 blow has not stopped from Corona, right? We're still covering it all day, every day on the news. We're still talking about it as fucking podcast. Everybody's tired of talking about it, but we still have it on the forefront. And previously, that talk has meant no funerals, no weddings, no graduations, no school. But now, the exact same problem is like, well, no. Like you, you can go to school now. We have nothing under control, but it'll be different because we're gonna, you know, we're gonna social distance, and we're gonna, we're gonna stagger days. But they're not staggering households, so that's not gonna make a difference.
1: Oh, um, well, they may be, man. I just went on the website the other day. And yeah. You have to put if there's anybody else in your family that's attending a different school.
0: Okay. So well, that's good. That that makes. I me mean, that's in the a town. More town when, that's
1: the town that I live. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, somebody heard our podcast and took that idea and ran with it.
0: So, here's the thing if kids aren't susceptible to the virus, then there shouldn't be an issue with them going back to the school. If there is an issue with them going back to school, then they must be susceptible to the virus. It, it can't be both ways. And that's it's, I mean, we have this conversation all the time. It's every single issue, it's not just corona. Um, but fuck, it's voting. It's the these mail in voting ballots. It's you know, one side says it's going to be the worst thing in the world. The other side says it's going to be the best thing in the world. It's it's everything, man. So I don't I don't really have a stance on which one's better because just like Corona, just like gun control, just like everything else, everybody's just lying to get whatever it is they're trying to get out of people.
1: Well, and I, I think it's pretty obvious. I'm a... I call myself a Republican. I don't
0: always agree with, like I'm not godly person. That's a big Republican thing. No, but see, um, even that, like, 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 so you identify as a Republican because the majority of your beliefs fall on that side of the spectrum. Yeah. But then you say I'm a Republican and have to fucking clarify, like, yeah. well, but I'm not like a hundred percent Republican. Like, I'm not. I'm not like. Out there, you know, like, s- sitting outside of an abortion clinic, stopping women from walking in. Yeah, I don't Like, really... it's crazy that we have to do that. And I'm, I'm not judging you for it. I get why you did it. I get why you corrected yourself and were like, whoa, 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 not completely Republican. Yeah. Like, people are so goddamn judgmental now.
1: Yeah. Um, so, me looking at this as a Republican, you know, you can easily say, and listen, I'm not a fan of Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer. Um You could easily see that they're trying to rig the election. You know what I mean? Because, let's be real, if it was Hillary Clinton, there'd be dead bodies voting
0: for this. Well, those dead bodies killed themselves in prison under maximum security. So, that's fair. Yeah, you get it.
1: Um, Alright, so that's what we think about it. Um, I'm going to tell you this, I'm going to vote, and I'm going to go vote in person Um, If a ballot ends up in my house And that's the only way I can vote I will not vote Really? Yeah I'm not going to vote See there's that
0: Republican side coming out And uh, again no strike against you That's where you're at
1: Well because Well I I just feel like if I go in in person Right I know that I went and voted Right If I fill out a piece of paper and I throw it in the mail One how do I know I got there Two, how do I know that Chuck Schumer isn't on the other side of the mail carrier picking up all the ballots and sending them all back in, Democrat? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I just know if I go and I fill in the bubbles and then I walk up to the machine, put it in face down, and it goes into the machine, I know that that's where, because I I believe, and I could be wrong, I think it, because it's the bubbles, right? So I think it registers the vote right then.
0: Oh, sure, like scoring a test. Yeah, exactly. Okay, sure. So
1: it registers my vote right then for who I voted for, and I walk out. And then at the end of the night, they take the tallies off everything they send them in. How about that? That's how I believe it works. I'm not 100% positive. I don't work in a voting registry or anything
0: like that. I'm yeah. curious, and I'm not even being funny, because this is where we're at. This is how I truly feel about America. I've, I've openly stated that this is an ugly America. This is the least proud I've ever been to be an American. Um, I, sometimes I'm embarrassed, to be American at this point. Uh, not always, but sometimes. Um, but I'm sorry, you feel with that? Yeah, it is what it is, man. I do my best, and uh, that's all anybody can ask for, right? Um, this goes back to the thoughts and prayers crowd. Like, you know, on on Facebook, The I, I will care for you on Facebook, but I'm not actually going to give a fuck. I'm not actually going to drive to your house in the middle of the night because you're having a bad night. I will... Put it out on Facebook that I give a, a great deal of care for everybody, though. Um, so uh, this is a legitimate question that I have. Will mail-in ballots affect the number of people who vote because of the sticker? The I voted today? How many people need that fucking sticker to show everybody else what a fucking <laughs> great patriot they are for fulfilling their American civil civic duty of voting? Like do you get a sticker in the mail in response to your mailed in ballot, and then you like do you get a sticker that says I voted three weeks ago?
1: So it's funny if, if you, you said can't that, right? brag
0: about voting, do you vote? That's my question.
1: Well, so it's funny because as soon as you said that, I thought you were going to go a different way. Okay, right? But now I'm me being on a certain side of this that I'm not trying to like. I obviously I don't think we should do it, right? I think we should be able to see. Absentee ballots with the exception of COVID. Um, But you gotta, like, how many people are not gonna go vote because of COVID? And if you're not going out to vote because of COVID, then you better not have left your house since fucking March. That's really how I look at it. You know what I mean? So, but to your point, how many people are not gonna vote? I wanna see if they push this. How many more people vote?
0: How many more people vote for what reason?
1: Look. how many more people just decided to vote because it got mailed to them?
0: Oh, like, will we have a huge, like, will we, I don't know how many people actually vote in an election. It's yet.
1: usually about half, Half like, the last one's like
0: 150 million votes. Jesus, so, really? 50% of Americans go out and vote? Well, you gotta remember, half, like, some can't vote. No, I can't believe the number's that high, not that well, low. Well, there was the highest turnout ever in an election. Last time? Yeah, percentage was. Yeah, I mean, we did have a celebrity running for president.
1: Yeah, 45, boy.
0: Anyways well, anyway, um,
1: But what I'm curious to see Is how many more people
0: vote And Like you get what I'm trying to say Pat Yeah you're not saying how many more people vote You're saying how many more votes are tallied Yes I get what you're saying
1: buddy. Okay as long as we're on the same page I'm curious to see what happens there Because maybe you know, that's,
0: That'd be something I'd be looking at Big turnout Four hundred million Americans voted this year. Holy shit! There's
1: only three hundred thirty-one million Americans. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um,
1: so yeah, um, I don't know. I, I mean, we got a couple months still. Was it three months away before the election? Um, it's gonna be pretty interesting to see how this all boils down and what they end up doing. Um, but with people going back to school, like that's a real thing. People are going to school. You can opt out. But again. Again, my stance on that is if you're opting out of sending your kid to school, then you better not have
0: left your house since April. Here's the thing, man. And I I get your point. I do. And to a a certain extent, I absolutely agree. But if you go out, even with your kid, let's say you got to go to Walmart or the grocery store, right? You are in control of that situation. You can appropriately social distance to your level of comfort. You can sanitize. You can... Hand wipe, you can wipe the cart, you can do all these things. You do not have the same amount of faith in whoever it may be, the bus driver or the teacher, or the 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 faculty at the school, or whoever it is that you or your own children or the other people's children. Listen, if you think for one fucking second that and I'm I'm referring to myself in school, you in school, because we've all been to school. I'm taking my mask off to make out with my girlfriend. I'm taking my mask off to rub it on your face and say, I just gave you corona. That stuff is going to happen. Yeah, it will not be avoided. So if a parent says, I'm not comfortable with my kid going back to school, that's not a reference to saying, like, my kid can never leave the house during this. It's a reference to say, I can't deal with the lack of control. I can't deal with the well, level then of... Should, then maybe you should be a better parent. So, I mean, when you misbehave, that was because your parents were bad parents?
1: No. the kids are invincible, man. But if um, I was in a pandemic, right? No, I never grew up through a pandemic, right? Yeah. But if it, like my son, right, he's going to be going to school, right? And if the rule is you have to wear a mask all day, let me get a phone call from
0: your teacher that you took that mask off and did something with it. Just to be clear, you, how, old, how old was your son? I up. So, you have an 11 year old son. You think that if a girl he has a crush on wants to kiss him, he's going to be like, no, 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 got to keep this mask on. Think that through for a second.
1: Have you seen how afraid my son is of me?
0: You think your kid is more afraid of you than he is attracted to girls?
1: That's a different topic for a different day, pet.
0: Listen, an 11-year-old boy's compass only points in one direction, and that is north, sir. Listen, I'm I'm not disagreeing with people, what I'm trying to say, and is- that's only one reason to take the mask off. You don't think these kids, and there, it doesn't have to be your son who takes the mask off. So your kid goes. To be to, honest with you, I'm not worried about
1: anybody getting it.
0: Well, that's okay. That's a, a completely different point. I'm talking about the parents who aren't comfortable with their kids going to school. I don't think that it makes them. Crazy. I can understand where they're coming from. Now, the parents who do want to send their kids, I don't think that they're crazy. I can understand where they're coming from.
1: I'm not disagreeing with you, but like I said, if you're not going to send your kid to school or you're not going to go and vote in person, then... it Okay, we'll take the school out, right? Okay. But if you're not going to go vote in person, where it's all adults... Yeah. Okay? Where you can stay six feet apart, we're all adults, for if you're voting... You should be somewhat mature, which some probably not. But you guys, iffy. All of them go to Walmart, Target. I know every single person. Like the percentage of people that are staying in their house and only in their house through all this is minute.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I regularly conversate with, we'll call it twenty to twenty five people. You know, with friends and family. I know of one person, including all of the people who I just kind of touch base with, who legitimately stays home, does, like, the, the curbside pickup. It's the bald guy, isn't it? Huh? The bald one? No, no. He, uh... No, he's out and about, mostly, like, in uh, open public, like, uh... He... Like outside. Yeah, yeah, out in the sun. Um, but even, like, he'll do family things... And there are people in our family who, like, I'm pretty sure if it wasn't completely... Like, at this point, it's a rule. Don't get me wrong, it's not a law, but it's a rule. If you're in a place, you wear a mask. Um, so there are people in our family who don't follow that, I would guess, at all, unless they absolutely have to. And he still goes around them. Um, no, no, this is somebody entirely different, but that person um, does curbside pickup. They, they do all of those things, and... Uh, that's the only one I know of. The only one.
1: I don't know anybody that is straight up just staying in their house. Um, which is, like I said, the number is small. Um, yeah, I just don't see, like, how you could say, like, I can't go vote because of coronavirus. If you've been out of the house and been to Walmart, the grocery store, Target, anywhere where they're selling things, there's no reason why you can't go stand in line and vote.
0: And how long... So you voted... How long did you wait in line? Five minutes. Oh, so I mean, this thing's moving.
1: Yeah, it's quick. Oh. Depending on where you go, like, so it's not
0: like you're going to the Trail of Terror.
1: No, like the town that we live in. For anybody
0: out of state, the Trail of Terror is this sick ass haunted house. There's like um, I
1: don't know. There's probably ten voting. Pla- I mean, there's forty five thousand people that live in the town. So for the city, so they break it up all over all the schools and all that, and they break it down by street and stuff like that for where you go to vote. So it's pretty quick.
0: So yeah. it's not like all of Torrington goes to town hall? No. Man, I did not know that. I literally How many places are there to vote in Torrington? There's probably 12. Really? 12 or 15. And only half the people are going to vote? Yeah. So you've got, what, 23,000 people divided... At the most. So 2,000 people voting station in an entire day and it takes you how long to vote about a minute
1: yeah, you go in they give you a
0: marker you fill out the thing and if you so if you're let's call it walmart i don't know if there's actually voting at walmart but let's call it walmart is there one booth or are there multiple booths no there's like eight booths 10 booths at all 12 things so there's like a hundred voting booths yeah they're not even booths. they're like a desk with a thing around it what you don't yeah. go like in a private room no they don't have those
1: anymore dude when I was a kid, yeah, they used to have the old the old machines that you pulled the levers
0: on. Yeah, I had never... they fuck things up in Florida. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because, you know, even in 2000, they couldn't figure that out. Um, yeah, they're not like that anymore. You walk up, it's a desk. No bigger than if you guys can see me, but it's probably three yeah, feet Tom, wide.
0: Tom's using his hands to show you guys how wide the podium goes. This <laughs> this, but... It's as wide as my body. Um, <laughs> so and, picture a small sedan. <laughs> And then there's like a shroud around it, you know, a cover each side. So it's like uh, taking like the SATs. I don't know. I never took the SATs. I'm not gonna lie, I never took the SATs either. But that's the way I pictured it. But I don't think that's what <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. So, so that's I, gonna conclude. Yeah, no, I'm good. I think I think that is a good conclusion. To we're we're working on concluding these things for Driver Andy, because Driver Andy oh, says, "Oh, is that? Oh, is that who he, it was? he says we're inconclusive." All comments. right,
1: Driver Andy, uh, this is the end of this one, okay, this segment, okay? All right, so the next thing we want to talk about was, uh, I just saw this today. It's the first time I've seen it. Um, Pat knows a little bit about it, too. Um, but the the lawyer for the officer that's been charged with uh, the murder of George Floyd is saying that all the charges should be dropped because they're saying he overdosed on fentanyl, um, and they're saying that he had some in a video that they had. You can see two white spots on his tongue from when they were uh, when they were arresting him and trying to get him in the back back of the car. So, um, I read through this article. I saw that's pretty much all it says. Um, what do you think, Pat?
0: Uh, my first, my initial reaction to that was that that claim at least made some sense based on two things. One, um, I've seen the, uh, the new video uh, which shows that he, I'll say, was not in the right state of mind or in a clear state of mind. Uh, that doesn't at all justify him getting ripped through, dropped out of, and then... Uh, slammed onto the ground, he he got ripped through the back seat of the police car, like by oh god, it was it didn't look good. Um, then he dropped like onto the ground and then uh, had a knee put on his throat for eight minutes. But he wasn't in the right state of mind, so maybe there is some legitimacy to the claim that there was all in his system. I also remember at the very beginning of all of this. Uh, he the, the first autopsy that was done we'll call that by the, the coroner or by the, the, whoever the police would regularly use uh, came back with a cause of death that was not related to asphyxiation or whatever a knee on the throat causes I would assume that that's asphyxiation um, and then there was an independent autopsy performed that proved that the police officer uh, Derek did cause the death and the family paid for the independent one, right? I don't know who paid for the independent one. I remember that everything changed when the independent one was done. And that argument obviously can go either way. The well, that's what I was going to say. So I mean, you could fight and say that
1: the reason the first one came back like that is because not the police department is doing it, but the city's doing it. And, yeah, a little CYA. Yeah, and... The other one is, well, they're saying that because it's been all over the news, and, right. you know, of course that's what they're going to say.
0: Yeah, that's another case of, you know, who cares what the truth is, we'll just lie in both directions. Um, but I got to tell you, man, the the truth is, uh, for eight minutes, this guy put his knee on somebody's throat, and the he took his pulse. He had to have known the danger that this guy was in. He had to have known that he was either dead or near death and didn't change the way he was behaving so I don't give a fuck what that guy was on uh, this isn't this isn't Rodney King um you know attacking police officers which by the way Rodney King didn't deserve what he got but um the argument was at least you know well he attacked us first so the 500 of us beat the living shit out of him um, still not fair um but this was this this guy did not attack anybody this guy did not harm anybody in any way so in the video he's saying b- before he's in any danger that we know of he's saying I can't breathe he's saying you know I'm I, I have high anxiety um, and he, he basically just doesn't want to get into the car he's having <laughs> a fucking panic attack because he doesn't want to get in the car and he's saying like just give me a second um, so yeah, they were out. Um, could that have could that have been um, intensified by fentanyl? Sure, maybe that's maybe that's part of what was going on. No matter what caused this guy's death, there was a knee on his throat that, if fentanyl didn't cause his death, would have caused his death. If fentanyl did did cause his death, was still there for an unjustifiable reason for an unjustifiable amount of time. Um, and that's fucking crazy, man.
1: So, this is the way I look at it. Where, um... Like, you brought up he took his pulse. Now, I don't know anything about fentanyl. Right? I think that's the shit that Michael Jackson would eat on. Is that right?
0: I'm going to say that I didn't <coughs> right, Are you going to ask me questions then cough when I try um, to answer? Oh, I love the cough <laughs> yeah. Real nice. Yeah, I couldn't hear you.
1: I'm going to have to go back and cut that off.
0: Yeah, it's going to be loud as fucking speakers. Super funny. Um... I don't know what killed Michael Jackson. I'm
1: pretty sure it was fentanyl. I'm pretty sure he's taking fentanyl, and that's one of the things that killed him. But, again, so what I could be saying is completely off base, but I wonder if, well, no, we're, I, I do agree that something needs to happen to this police officer. The fact that we don't know if now he died from fentanyl or the fact that he died from the big word that you said before. Asphyxiation. There you go. Strangulation. Yeah, strangulation. Choking. Um, the fact that you know we have two conflicting reports, and now it's what four months later, you can't go back and figure that out. Like he's probably he's buried, he's gone.
0: So I, I have two trains of thought. They're they're in opposite directions on the same track. Um, one is. Uh, A topic for another day, but it's it's something that we should probably bring up at this point, and that is when a soldier. If you say mental health, nope, not going with mental health. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's the first one.
0: But we should talk about mental health. Um, If a soldier commits a crime, that soldier is court-martialed. It's a completely different system, right? And um, I'm thinking at this point with the things that we've seen. Should police officers face a different set of rules? So here's, if I make a mistake at work, right? I've been trained properly and I make a mistake at work. Um, I don't really have the chance of losing my job. If it's the first time making a mistake and it was an honest mistake, and and when i say i i mean all of us we really aren't at any risk but a doctor who makes a mistake can lose their practice they can lose you know they can get their insurance just destroyed that goes through the roof and they can't continue to do what they've trained for so doctors face a different set of rules soldiers face a different set of rules i think lawyers face a different set of rules um shouldn't police really be held to a significantly higher standard than I guess civilians
1: uh, I I don't disagree with that but I, the only thing that I would say is they should be held to a higher standard when they're working
0: okay sure sure when when they got the badge on yeah that makes sense
1: you know if you get caught for you know for example say a cop gets pulled over DUI yeah right they shouldn't the rules should be any different for them than a regular civilian because at that point, they're a civilian.
0: Okay. I don't uh, I don't entirely agree, though. I do see your point, and I agree to a certain extent. I, like, fucking baseball players who get in trouble for that shit get in more trouble than a normal person because uh, they're held to different standards. Well, that's true and not true. I mean... Well, yeah, they also get away with a ton of shit because of who they are, so I get that. Yeah. Um... So that, that is one school of thought that I, it happened to enter my mind when we were talking about this. Um, because, so, like, that lawyer bringing up the argument, like, oh, well, you know, the fentanyl killed him. Like, okay, what, what we still have is a guy who was okay with that guy dying. He was okay with pushing his knee well, down Well, so
1: his fucking I was going to say this. So I don't know anything about fentanyl. But maybe when he took his pulse, his pulse was racing. You know what I mean? So maybe he didn't know. And listen, it doesn't justify what he did. What he did was wrong and against his training. You know what I mean? So he definitely, one, should lose his job. Two, should face some sort of charge. Should it be murder one? I don't know. Like, I don't see all the evidence, right? But all, like, what's been published is there's been two different autopsies that show two different things.
0: Right.
1: A toxology report shows they did have fentanyl in his system. I don't know how long that stays in your system. It could have been two days ago. Who, who the fuck knows? Right. But there's a lot of things. He should be punished. Should, and he should go to jail for a significant amount of time. I don't know if you if it should be like I don't know how murder one I assume is the highest, and then it goes down from there. But he should do
0: serious time. I absolutely agree with that. Um, I in response to that, I'm going to take... I'm going to go ahead and blow your fucking mind. I don't think he should face any punishment until he's been tried. I think he should go through the system that, blow my that mind. we have in place in America. Do I think that he will be found guilty? Yes. Do I think he should spend the rest of his life without ever eating a decent meal or seeing the light of day? Absolutely. Once he is convicted... So... That's actually where I'm going with my next point now. This lawyer it's well, S timeout. Go ahead. To that
1: point that you had.
0: Yeah. Do you think he's gonna get a fair trial a trial? Not a chance. Yeah. Either way. He will either be convicted guilty before he walks into the courtroom, or he will be not guilty before he walks into the courtroom. What happens in the courtroom is just a show. I feel like you have some experience with this problem. Uh I don't like the system the way it is. I do think that that lawyer bringing up fentanyl. So he he's doing his job, right? The lawyer is it a he? I'm, I keep calling the lawyer. I, a I he. assume
1: it's a he. I don't know Let's, his name.
0: Okay, so I'm going to go with a he. Um, he she. Yeah, it says L- Lane's attorney is expected to present his argument. Okay. Um. So this lawyer. To me, that could be very much like a, a, uh, a red herring, um, which is a term that's used in uh, like literature. You talk about something that has nothing to do with anything, so that it creates the illusion. Like in, in, in thrillers, where the, like anybody could be the killer until the end, and then you find out who the killer was. And you're like, oh my god, that makes so much sense. Because everybody else was a red herring. Right, They were put in there to throw you off the trail. So this lawyer is doing his job. He's going, well, sure, this guy, like you can see in the video, kind of dragged his knee through his throat for a couple minutes, but the guy was using drugs and people die when they use drugs. So it's very possible that this guy died from the drugs because then the jury goes, well, fuck, man. I have to be 100% positive that this guy actually committed this crime or it's not fair of me to say that he's guilty. So the lawyer's playing the game. Yeah. And, mean, and to his credit, he's playing it well.
1: Well, so, like, here's my... Here's my thought. Like, how do you, like, see that shit and decide, yeah, I'll, I'll be this guy's lawyer? It was like the... Uh, what's his fucking name there that ended up killing himself from the car? Uh, Dulos. Yeah, Dulos. Yeah. Like, how do you. In that, well, in, in uh, that one, I could almost see, right? There was no evidence. Is,
0: so, this is super weird, but that was a local story. Yeah. Dulos was. Oh, that made national news. Yeah, but, uh, like, we saw it all day, every day. Like, he lived, like, fucking 15 minutes where we were. Like, that is super local. So, Dulos uh, was accused of murdering his wife. Um, but there was no body. No body. Um, tons of evidence and a lack of uh, significant it was, evidence.
1: It was all circumstantial. Yeah. There was so, no real evidence against the guy.
0: So this guy ends up killing himself before he faces trial. Which um, automatically he's guilty. But to, no that is not what that means. Him
1: killing himself
0: makes it seem automatically that he's sure, guilty. Sure, That's Him I'm killing himself that. could make it look like he was doing it because he was guilty and he thought he was going to go away go away for the rest of his life. Um, um, alternatively, him killing himself could be, holy fuck, I'm innocent, and I'm going to end up in jail for the rest of my life for something I didn't do. I'm not willing to face that, so I'm just going to kill myself. So I, I don't think it, in my eyes, makes him look guilty. In my eyes, it makes him look like he made a fucking decision.
1: Yeah, but look at it. In your, my eyes, it doesn't look that way. Right to every soccer mom
0: and fucking oh yeah
1: yeah you know, they well oh, he was guilty
0: right one hundred percent but man they they were saying that from day one when the body was missing there was no evidence and yeah. everyone oh this dude offed his wife I'm like man fuck you like we just we just want people to be the guilty. bad guy like yeah. like how shitty must you feel about yourself to always assume the worst in other people so that you can feel superior to them fuck the fuck everybody who needs that for themselves so um, but no i to to, to wrap it up um, on, on this particular topic you're going on a second was that
1: was this your second thought this
0: was my second thought the first was police should face a different set of uh, guidelines and rules and laws and maybe even a separate uh, court system the second was uh, if this lawyer is doing his job i think he's doing well at his job by throwing out some red herrings and saying, you know, like what's next? It's going to be like, oh, well, you know, the elevation in that city isn't, you know, it's, it's a, it's not accommodating for, you know, uh, black males over the age of 32 to breathe. You know, he'll find every fucking way that, that like, you know, June bugs were running heavy that month and he could have sucked one of those down. <laughs> like any, anything he can, um, But I say that um, I still think that this police officer should get his fair shake. I give all the credit in the world to this lawyer. You were saying I can't believe somebody would take that case. Um, Somebody has to, man. They take an oath. They They have a moral and ethical obligation to defend people who are in need of defense. So this lawyer has stepped up to the plate. He's not making a popular decision. Yeah, but don't they have also an ethical decision where they think they're guilty to say that? Fuck no. No, absolutely not. In fact, if, if people who were guilty of a crime were intelligent, which I don't know how that plays out. But if you're – so if I'm a murderer, right, and I go to my lawyer and I'm like, listen – This is what really happened. I killed this person. This is how I covered it up. That's probably the best thing you can do. Because you're going to give them all the the tools that they need to defend you appropriately. Now, I don't think that's what's happening between this police officer and this guy because everything's on camera. But, um, no, that lawyer probably said... You know, I don't give a fuck why you did it. I don't want to know if you're racist. I don't want—I don't want to know that side of you. I'm gonna do my best to prove that something else could have been to blame. Um, and again, they—you know—they take an oath to do what they do. Yeah. All right. I don't know how you somehow got me to defend that cocksucker's lawyer. What You're not the defending fuck. him at least. I think it should do shit.
1: These are your feelings coming out of the microphone, Pat, for the whole world to hear. Listen, man, I just lawyers you said it here on number nine podcast
0: of time. Because here. I feel like in like everybody wants to like shit on the easy person to shit on. And that's not fair. This lawyer's job is incredibly difficult and he stepped up the plate and he's doing something that not a lot of people would want to do. But And, I mean, in fairness, this lawyer's going to write a fucking book ten years from now, and he's not being a lawyer ever again. Yeah. This dude's top in charts. So, while we're on the, uh,
1: the subject of George Floyd, I'm sure we've all heard about the riots that happened in uh, Chicago last week for the kid that got shot by the police. So, one, I don't watch mainstream news. Right? I try right. not to. It's on behind Pat's that, head all
0: day. Is that the kid? I don't think so. I think ah. it's just pictures of other people. Um. So this is this is how the story was presented to me, right? From a million news sources, it was a child was murdered by police in an alley. That's how it was presented to me. Um. And uh, so this website I'm on, this is.
1: It's on the BlockClubChicago.org.
0: And that's from August 11th, so that's a week ago.
1: Yeah. So it's somewhat accurate. Yeah. Like, this is when it first happened. Um, it says that the that rumor started to spread that a cop had
0: shot a kid in an alley. Well, but but read the viral video. It says a 15-year-old boy, that's a child, was killed by the police on Sunday. Okay? The news story that follows that video says that on Sunday, police officers wounded a 20-year-old man. So they shot a grown man, not a 15-year-old child. Now, I I, I take back grown man. I don't really think you're an adult until you're 25. Uh, Fish of Another Color podcast for another day. But, so a, a very mature child or a very immature adult at 20 years old gets shot, not killed, but shot. In the article, it also says that they were responding to a shots fired call that they had a very specific description of the shooter and uh, Latrell Allen is his name. Latrell Allen matched the description that they were given and that they were fired on by the guy who they were responding to the shots fired call of Um, That matched the description So now this guy fires at the police He runs, he ends up in an alley When they get him in the alley He again opens fire On the police, they shoot him, they do not kill him He's 20, he's not 15 This is another one of those things Where like, just fuck man If somebody could tell the truth So I knew what the fuck was going on in America Because if they're killing Unarmed 15 year old black kids In the streets, I hope they rot in hell if they're firing back at somebody who shoots at them, I hope they get him in the face. Yeah, like I, like I, there's, there's not words to describe how fucking frustrating it is that nobody can tell the goddamn truth about what's going on. I just want to know what's going on, or don't say anything. I'm fine with being like ignorance is bliss. I'm fine with that too. I don't need to know what's going on.
1: Well, but what's crazy too is that. So with the misinformation, these people go and riot in the streets. And loot and Steele and all this other shit because it's unjust. Or whoever started the rumor said it was unjust and woke up the whole city with it. Right, yeah,
0: whoever posted the viral video, yeah, sure.
1: Um, And it's just not true. And like you said, this guy fired at police officers. I'm sorry to tell you, that that guy's life or anybody who fires upon a police officer their life is no more important than the police officer's. It's his job to, one, make sure everybody's safe, but also to make it home to his family at the end of the day.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. No, if, if I mean, if that's a a human being, then those lives are equally important. Um, with the exception of, like, if that's a defenseless child, I would say that child's life is more important. Um, but short of that, yeah. like, that's the only exception. Yeah, there's
1: exceptions to the rule. Like, like, very seldom... I'm not going to say it never happens. I'm sure there's been a child that's been hit with a bullet from a police officer that was in the wrong place at the wrong time. No like, doubt. Due to either bad parenting or, like, their parents had them in a fucking crack house or whatever. Sure. It might be... Like, you know what I mean? Um, so I'm not going to say that never happens, but it's very seldom. Usually... Um, I don't know what I say, usually. If you shoot at a cop, you deserve to get shot.
0: Um, listen, man, if you were... If you fired shots in public, and the police were doing their job and responding to that specific crime that you've committed now, and your response to um, the police showing up to investigate, because at that point, it's an investigation, I assume. Now, I wasn't there who fucking knows what really happened but if your response to the police showing up is to open fire I mean you're not putting yourself in a great position that's no. for sure you are not trained with a firearm they are at least you know mildly trained with a firearm they didn't it's not the first time they touched one so um, you're putting yourself in a bad position now to, you, to your point you said something about like these people rioting and burning you know buildings and stuff like that off of misinformation okay okay so, I'm not saying that I don't understand okay, why. Okay, so that, I, was, that wasn't that was you referring to the riots and the protests as, like... They sh-
1: like, I'm not even touching on them as, like, why are they rioting and looting? I understand why they are.
0: Okay, okay. I'm saying they went out and did more right, because... So I'm, of, like, I'm back in, like, 1774 before the Declaration of Independence was written, and I'm just ready to fire off at you. But, okay, so we're good.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I understand.
1: Like, yeah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> again, a different podcast for a different Yeah, yeah, yeah. I,
0: thought, I thought we were going that way, man. I did. I mean, if you want to, I'm, I mean, we I'm can. sweating fucking balls. There's no fucking fan on down here. The door's shut. Just us two fatties fucking vaping and breathing. And I thought you were just, you know, shots fired, man. I I, I wasn't going to get on that topic at all, Patrick. <laughs> okay, let's I not mean, do it. Let's if you want to, I mean, we can. Any day, any day. I'm not sure why we would... Want to anyway, how deep are we in this? We're an hour and 13 minutes and we're going to save that conversation,
1: yeah, because that's that's a full episode, no jingles or anything. There's that's a solid just me chance and Pat yelling at each other like a bunch of fools.
0: This, I'm going to turn this room into an ocean during that podcast, and I'm going to shit next to my microphone during that podcast,
1: Pat. No matter what you say. We're gonna leave the conversation the same way we went into it.
0: We're each gonna believe different things. That's true, but you're gonna have shit in your house, and I'm not. You,
1: well, if you literally shit. Oh no, yes. that's yeah,
0: no, that's what I, I'm gonna shit next to the microphone. Yeah, don't do that. Like like a mic mic drop, but it's gonna be a whole different type of mic drop.
1: So, well, so this guy, so he gets shot by the police. He wasn't killed. Um, he was wounded. Uh, I'm not sure where he got shot, but he's not. You know, he's not critical or anything like that. He's going to live. It's just crazy to me, man. This goes back to the
0: same thing where it doesn't matter. Both sides are going to tell this. So these are the two stories we got, right? There's an innocent child walking down, like, frolicking through a fucking meadow filled with different colored flowers. The police show up in full riot gear and, and shoot. shoot him repeatedly in the fucking face, and then they get the canines to go and bite him in the legs, and it's got to be a closed casket because the cops are bad guys. And on the other side of that, it's you know this this kid is firing public publicly, at, 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 he's discharging a firearm. The police show up, and they're all innocent, and none of them have hate in their hearts, and they just want to protect and serve. And they, you know, they drive the speed limit with their lights on, and you know, one of them actually stopped and helped a little old lady cross the street on his way to the call, but he was rushing because he just wanted to see what was going on with this. He probably was afraid for the child's health because he's just firing a gun off. So the police showed up. They're his offering, Yeah, his mental health. So the, the police are offering, you know, therapy for the child. And the child is like, no. And he, th- he pulls out two machine guns and he's, he's rapid firing into the, the motor so that the police can't chase him. And then, you know, he like, he leans over, he pumps his little Nike air pumps, and he just starts running. And the police, with just limitless love and respect in their hearts... Like, they, they they wrestle with the boy. They're trying to, to calm him down. One of them tries to give him a hug, but the boy rips away from the hug, and he starts running. Uh, and then he turns around, and he starts shooting, and uh, the cops just fire, like, a warning shot into his shoulder. Like, no, no, we don't want to hurt you. And then he goes down, because he's just a kid. Um, and so now... Like the police are completely innocent, or the kid is completely innocent. It doesn't fucking matter. We can't get the truth out of anybody. It's frustrating.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, I think your second part of your story there was a little, little out there. But uh, yeah, we get it's it. out there for some of
0: the best in police, huh?
1: No, that's not what I was saying, Pat. I was saying the kid with the pump in his, his Nike ear pumps. And I wanted, to, I wanted guns to portray
0: innocence. like... Yeah, which is like a nice nice clean pair of shoes on a a child who's done a good job. Like you get the shoes for the good report card kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, man. uh, I think we say it probably every podcast. It's a fucked up world we're living in. Um, It's hard to understand a lot of the stuff. Um, Like I said, you know, Pat and I have different views on some stuff.
0: But at the end of the day, we agree that it's all fucked. Well, not only that, it's impossible to be educated at this point. And actually, I think it's kind of terrifying to get educated at this point. I'm not sure how high up that that line I really want to learn about these people. I don't want to know about all these all these uh, bad guys, man. Fuck.
1: Well, and to be honest, so like, so you can't watch Fox for your news. You can't watch CNN for your news because they're clearly both biased. Um, MSNBC, CBS—they're all fucking same, right? So where do you go for your news? Can you trust your local newspaper? I don't know, but your no, local newspaper ain't printing anything national. No, and, and your local who newspaper, the fuck reads
0: a newspaper? Let's. Well, you can read it online, right? Uh, uh, you have to pay to do that. Huh? Your your local newspaper is probably also facing, uh, possibly to a, a, a greater extent, um, biased opinions, but it's not as big of a deal because it's not affecting as many people. So like the national newspapers have a bigger impact so their lies are a bigger deal but that's not to say that like the you know the the local road being selected as you know the the job that our taxpayer money is being invested in was you know where that money should have gone when there's something else going on the the, the local news is still going to portray their perspective, they're still going to illuminate what they think needs the attention.
1: Like, if you watch so even when our local news covers a national story, right? Each one of them still puts their own narrative on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if it's CBS, it's going to be a leftist view. If it's Fox News, it's going to be a a right view. It's it's just insane, man. I just want non-biased media, man, and just tell me have somebody go in, figure out what the real facts are, and we would be so much happier. That, I think, would unite the people more than anything. If there was... Well, and people could just open their minds a little bit to understand. Like, have you ever... It goes both ways, right? Have you ever talked to, like, a hardcore Republican and what they think? And then go to, talk to a hardcore Democrat and think what they, or, and listen to what they think? And you're, there is no changing either of their minds. Because they're just not willing to open their mind.
0: One hundred percent true. Yeah, it, it's in. I mean, it's it's no <clears> different <throat> than uh, a a devout Christian and an atheist. You know, it's they they have their views, they have their set of beliefs, and you're not changing that for anything. Yeah, I, I guess to a degree. I mean, I've always
1: considered myself open minded um, to a certain extent. Like I believe what I'm going to believe. Um, But at the same time, I'm willing to hear other people's opinions. I'm not here, I'm just going to start calling fucking names and you're stupid. No,
0: and this comes back down to um, my core beliefs come from, like, American law, from American history, because that's what I was raised upon. So it's life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, right? All the way, it's life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. So I don't give two shits... On a like a friendship level, so you and I, like if you're a hateful racist, if you're a a Bible thumping Christian or a Satan worshiping atheist, um, I don't care as long as it doesn't affect my life, my liberty, or my pursuit of happiness. Um, I don't think of you as a bad person. I don't think of you as a good person based on your beliefs. Your actions are what dictate how I feel about you. Yep. Um, And that's, maybe we need more of that. Maybe we need more of, it doesn't matter what you say. I'm only concerned with what you do.
1: Yeah. I think that's a a very good uh, take on that. that... This
0: this goes back to my feelings on the whole 9-11. And we all said that we supported... You know the American soldier, but then when we had the opportunity to participate in like social distancing and masks and stuff like that, and we didn't know anything at the very beginning, there were still people who were like "fuck that," and we we were put to the test. Like, can you make minimal effort? Because that's what the the experts are saying to do, and people are like, "nah, I'm out." Yeah, it's it's again, it's it's what I say or what I do. I I am a firm do person. I either do it or don't do it. Whatever it is. And that's how, that's how I'm gonna base my feelings on you all right I think that's a good place to conclude this segment how you feel about that driver Andy is that a good spot for you do you like it in that spot right there driver Andy real tight nice and uh nice strong finish do you like when we can you hear us inside you Andy do you like when we finish inside you
1: all right Pat did you think of a movie yet Man, we were talking. Um, you said you were going to think of a movie.
0: Yeah.
1: I can't do everything, that.
0: All right, hold the fuck. Oh, okay, yeah, Lost Boys. Lost Boys is your movie. Lost Boys? Lost Boys. Kiefer Sutherland. Um, good soundtrack. It has the... Is uh, uh, So like now... No, that's what I call music one? Volume one? No, that... I'm not a huge fan of the Now collections. I
1: think we've had this discussion before. Maybe not on there.
0: Um... No, Lost Place, Kiefer Sutherland. He's in a uh, gang of vampires. Um, Are you fucking serious? Listen, bitch. They, uh, I'm not watching a movie about fucking vampires, dude. Listen, if, I, how many vetoes do you get? Like, I've recommended. You want me three to watch or a movie four about movies. fucking. You told me to watch Field of Dreams. I watch it. No questions asked. Okay, so let's count that as one. That is one. Okay. That's one. How many movies have I recommended? You
1: recommended. Sleepers, sleepers, which you said was fucked up. And the only reason I'm videoing that, Pat, is because of... I know if you're saying it's fucked up,
0: it's fucked up. All right. I'm going to go with... And listen, this is not a cinema classic. But for fuck's sake, to get you to watch something that is very enjoyable and has a a great story and an amazing cast. You've got Professor X. I don't know what that white guy's name is. Who's the guy that plays Professor X? You know oh, what I'm one talking of the about. Boy ball in the boy, bald guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that guy—it's got Morgan Freeman. And if you don't like Morgan Freeman, you're a bad person.
1: Well,
0: yeah. Okay. I, I, Before I go on with the rest of the cast, I love Morgan Freeman. You can YouTube Morgan Freeman narrates Morgan Freeman's life. Oh my shit! Everybody, take the time. Don't pause the podcast and do it now. Do it after the podcast. Morgan Freeman narrates Morgan Freeman's life is one of the best things you'll listen to. Moving on. It has Morgan Freeman. It has Josh Hartnett, um, which is the kid from the faculty. You, when you see Josh Hartnett, you'll know who Josh Hartnett is. Um, it has Bruce Willis.
1: Okay. Who is I'm a, same a same cinema
0: way. god. What's in it? Lucky number Slevin. Not seven. Slevin with an L. S-L-E-V-E-N. Lucky number Slevin. Right, you've never heard of it, right? Some sort of this, movie's, this movie's this gonna be so good. All right. Oh, it also has Lucy Liu, and she was a fox.
1: We right, we reviewed Field of Dreams. Um, all right, I think I think we're gonna conclude the podcast. Uh, I want to remind everybody if you don't know already, we're doing a live stream of the Pat McAfee Adam Cole fight Saturday night. We're gonna do the whole uh, NXT takeover night. Um, we're gonna live stream it on YouTube. Go to our page, number nine podcast with Tommy, or number nine with Tommy podcast uh, on YouTube. Send us an email, the number nine podcast at gmail.com. goes a follow on uh, Twitter, the number nine pod. Remember, all these are spelled out N-U-M-B-E-R, and then the number nine. So it's spelled out number nine. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Pat, you have anything you want to say?
0: Yeah, uh, on iTunes, uh, now that I have seen that you can write a review, it's way easier than I would expect it to be. It's legit, like, you, you give us the five-star rating, because, I mean, what else would you give us? And then uh, write a review. I want to read these reviews. I'm super interested to uh, to see what you guys have to say.
1: I'm pretty excited that two weeks in a row, or two episodes in a row, we've gotten feedback. If we can keep the feedback coming, uh, I'd also, be really happy with
0: that. I would really like to uh, continue to have third parties join us so we're doing two podcasts a week I'm open to the idea of one as a duo one as a trio with a special guest weekly Uh, which is not I mean for for anybody interested it's like a fucking 30 minute drive from our workplace if, if you work with us or if you don't work with us then you definitely know where we live um, we'll do it at one of our houses. We'll feed you. We'll uh, let you pick the topic. That that gauntlet has been laid. You pick the topic. We will... Uh, well, we'll fuck with you, man. Well, well just...
1: really, what, uh, if anybody has any topic ideas, feel free to send anything, anything that you want to hear us talk about. We're open to pretty much anything. Clearly, we talk about pet sex life. Uh,
0: That's a short conversation. <laughs> Good. he's a small dick. I don't <laughs> think we talked... Did we have any... Like even a single reference to my sex life during this podcast?
1: No, we haven't, which is kind of refreshing, I'm sure, for everybody. Um, especially
0: Honeybunner, she's listening. All right, so I'm going to give you... Tommy is in control. You've got the power. You are the puppet master holding holding my puppet, I guess. You're, the strings are connected. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being puke-worthy, 1 being cringeworthy. What level am I about to talk about, Tom? Huh? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit somebody with uh I'm gonna finish this off with a nice little tidbit about my previous excavates, but you're gonna decide how disgusting that story's gonna Is be. Is this gonna be a silver lining message? Could be. Alright, let's go five. Middle of the road coming up. Memories. Memories. With a Memories. silver lining. Silver lining. Silver lining. Silver lining. Silver lining. Silver lining. Okay, so, uh, I was with a girlfriend of the past, and we took a little trip down to the adult superstore, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna spice things up a bit, we're gonna do a little bit of experimenting, you know, we're gonna get whatever, uh, flavored, like, creams and, like, massage oils, you know, fluffy handcuffs, stupid shit. Uh, so, I love cinnamon, that's one of my favorite flavors, um... So we we grab some cinnamon. It's like lube, but it's like edible lube, and it's like it's a tingling, um, and then like burning. So it's, it's 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 like to us, this is a genius idea. This is king shit for uh, what we're trying to do. Um, she had also purchased like a, a chocolate syrup. Because, you know, like you, you see, I don't know, in movies like the idea of just, like covering somebody in some chocolate syrup, you know, their are naughty spots and then licking it up. So uh you know this about me. Not not everybody does. I have a horrid uh gag reflex. Like when you snot, I have to fight vomiting. Um when if I hear And when the cock touches the bag bag is his throat. <laughs> When uh, when I hear somebody puke, when I smell somebody puke, when I see somebody puke, I'm puking. So uh, starting this off, I'm gonna go for a little uh, salad tossing action, and I, for whatever reason, have made the piss poor decision of using the chocolate syrup. And as I start to do, all I can see, man, is like I'm. It I feel like I'm licking diarrhea, <laughs> and I'm I'm gagging because this chocolate syrup is so thick, right? And it's like I, I have to get out of this. So I'm like I'm like toweling her off so that I can just flip her over and be done with this experience entirely. So I'm like I'm like rubbing the towel on my teeth, trying to just anything I can do. Because it doesn't even taste like chocolate. It tastes like shit at this point because that's all I can think of. So should I, I take a shower for you, Sardinales? Uh no, no, I mean she was clean, man. It was uh it was a bad plan to use the chocolate. On the the, the butthole. So I flip her over, and I put this uh, cinnamon, which, again, I'm a huge cinnamon fan, on, like, her clit, and I'm I'm doing my thing. I, I start to, like, and then my mind is, like, my gag reflex is already going from the previous experience, and now my mind is fucked so, I'm, I feel like I'm earning my red wings because the cinnamon stuff is red. So now I'm gagging and I can't do that either. And I'm freaking out because I'm like, I'm sweating. I feel bad. And then she starts freak, She's like, she's writhing around in pain. She's like holding her crotch like I just kicked her in the balls. And I'm like, what's up? What's up? You and put she's like,
1: cinnamon on her fucking 12. Yeah.
0: So, this stuff that tingles. She, like, she apparently is very sensitive and it's burning the shit out of her. So I get out of this scot-free because she can't handle it either. So she's, like, she's beelining to the bathroom to clean off her crotch. And I'm just, like, laying in bed, like, thank you so fucking much. Thank you, you sweet little teeny tiny baby Jesus in your golden diaper for getting me out of this fiasco. Because I was about two seconds away from throwing up inside of her vagina. This story would have been a lot better
1: if you threw a ball over
0: uh, I don't have a, a vomiting on a female story.
1: Just a pissant. i tell you what, story. if you
0: picked a different number, we could have gone in a different direction. We went with five. You can thank Tommy for that.